by the power of Grayskull. And by the power of Grayskull, I am he, Michael. I am John. <laughs> and I'm Andrew. Um, this week, uh, it's kind of hard to tell everybody. I don't know if anybody will figure out what we're talking about this week. Um, <laughs> it is a big milestone for us. Uh, we made it to 20 episodes. And so we are talking about none other than She-Ra. And so it's going to be a fun conversation. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so we're talking about... Wants to hear about Shiro, they'll have to wait wait a while for another yeah, episode. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be another episode about Shiro. We are talking about Hiran. We are talking about Masters of the Universe, and we have a special guest on us with us tonight. Um, we have Damien from the Geek Together podcast. So, Damien, introduce yourself. Yep, I think you did a pretty good job. That's all you need to know, Damien from the Geek Together podcast. Um, I am a uh, avid Masters of the Universe collector. Um, very nostalgic to me i grew up watching the show i don't remember a lot of it and i haven't got i've tried to go back and watch it but it's kind of rough it doesn't hold up well it doesn't it doesn't hold up well but it doesn't matter it still brings back the feels and uh, i just love the characters anyway and and i just remember playing with the toys with my brothers and uh and so right now i'm going through a wave of like recapturing my childhood and just buying up everything i can masters universe so and and there seems to be a huge resurgence so it's kind of right perfect and uh, I think, you know, we're, I'm doing the same thing. I'm buying a bunch of uh, Motu stuff right now. I would have to say the the cartoon does not hold up, but I think that the – I don't want to get pol- political or anything, but I think politics would, you know, maybe benefit if they'd go back and watch the last, you know, 30 seconds of every cartoon <laughs> and get that, you know, how to be a human being. Yeah, that'd be just, great. Yeah, you right. know, but maybe that'd be good for them. So let He-Man show you how to – how to be a better person. So, yeah. So we are talking about uh, Masters of the Universe. We've got a lot to talk about. So I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, do too much here. But uh, John, before we get into that, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find us? Where to find us? All right, Instagram and Twitter at Toy Rewind Pod. Uh, don't forget to look us up on Facebook. We have our group there to join in the conversations and everything. You can check us out on Twitch. Um, twitch.tv backslash toy rewind as we uh, showcase our toy box showcases on Twitch and Facebook. So you'll see those there. You can play our podcast bingo at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. Uh, you can email us toy rewind podcast at gmail.com with anything you know about the toys we're talking about or any suggestions of what you want to hear us talk about. Uh, don't forget to check us out. We've also got our YouTube channel now. Uh, trying to get all that reworked out, so just kind of search for us on that one until we get the right thing set up on that one. Or uh, or the, the link's on the website, too. So Yeah, the link's yep. on the website, which is toyrewindpodcast.com. Yeah, so check us out. Remember, um, make sure you jump into those conversations, follow us and everything, because we don't have a standard schedule when we go live and we do our Toolbox Showcases. So be I sure to follow like to us throw them on there. And then I catch them and be like, Oh, you're going live. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We did one Friday. It was about lunchtime. So John joined us uh, shortly after lunch and uh, jumped in. I, he was in his truck. Get, just got off work. So yeah, I was um, just leaving. So I was like, Oh, I guess I'll jump on. You, you never know when those are going to be. So be sure you follow us, check them out. If you do miss them, like John said, go check them out on YouTube um, and follow us there. Give us a big uh, thumbs up, subscribe. 
uh, we'd love that. So, and check all that out. So having lots of fun. We are going to be doing a lot this week. Um, we have a lot of things to showcase with uh, Masters of the Universe. Obviously, uh, we may have Damien on for a few things, just because I know he's an avid collector. He's got a bunch of stuff to show that he could show off. Um, I've got a, a Castle Grayskull here behind me. Uh, we've got a lot of Funko Pops um, we're going to open. I've got a 10-inch Skeletor I'm going to open, take a good look at it. Um, I've got the new figures that have been released at Walmart. We want to take a look at those. I actually want to get those and put them around Castle Grayskull because I think it'll be a lot better than... Are you buying two of each? No, I'm not. I'm I'm being nice. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm buying two of each. I don't care if they get opened or not. I want to, you know. Yeah, one with one to rock, one to stock. Yeah, I don't know if my I don't know if Bronny would be happy if I had that much stuff in mm. storage. I still have boxes from when we moved that I haven't opened, like storage yeah. stuff. So, um, I don't know if she'd be happy if we had that much. So. But yeah, so be sure to check us out. Be sure to follow us. Jump in the conversations. We'd love to hear what you guys have to think about uh, Masters of the Universe, especially. The, I mean, this is like I said, this is a big one. We are, you know, big 20 episodes and we're good. So, all right, let's jump into our fun for all question. This one, I came up with this one as we were talking about just that we were going to do Mo2 and I, I've been saving it for this. But Michael, you're going to go first. Then we'll go. I, and no, let's, let's be nice. We'll let Damien go first since he found uh -huh. out about the question. Like, three minutes ago. Uh, we'll let him go first guest and then Michael, John, and then I'll go last. Cause that's what I, that's what I get to do because I'm the host. Always last. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a question. What mythical sword would you want to take on a quest? If you were going on a quest? Well, you know, to keep in line with the, uh, with the theme of the show and that I don't really have any allegiance toward any mythical swords. <laughs> I would probably just say the power sword. Because, a, I mean, I mean, look, I could transform. If I had a cat or something, I mean, maybe I got a ride. <laughs> maybe it works on my car. You know, if it fast forward, I don't know what it's limited to. So that'd be nice, you know. Who would want to turn into a uh, massive, powerful human <laughs> thing, right? There you go. So that's what I would think. I, I mean, I, that's a pretty good one. Like, we're talking about it. So, I mean, it's got to be a pretty good one. So Yeah, I mean, you know, so... That works for me. I mean, there's a lot of good options. Don't get me wrong, but so Michael, yeah, uh, thinking about it, you know, you got all you got the swords from Lord of the Rings. You've got uh, Voltron sword. You got Optimus Prime has a sword too. Um, but I'm going, you know, old school with uh, uh, Excalibur. I'd have to go with Excalibur with uh, King Arthur and all that. Uh, I really like that story and. Um, all that I think just growing up, I watched uh, the Sword in the Stone, the Disney animated movie, uh, so many times that it just kind of ingrained in, in my mind. But yeah, right. yeah, I just, I just, I think Excalibur would be my pick on that. So we need to get you a stone and put a sword in it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, you got a big enough property out there, we could probably do that pretty easily. We just set it so. outside, yeah, down there. Yeah. By the, the tire. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can have all the kids go the out there and pretend like they can try to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like that one they have at Disney in the middle of the park where everybody uh -huh. tries to pull the cord out. Yeah. 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 We put a little trigger on there that we know how to do it, but make sure the kids don't know how to do it. Just totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I feel a project coming on. Yep. All right, John, your turn. Uh, well, I mean, I guess me being me, I'm a big Zelda fan, so I'll take the Master Sword. That was my second. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. 
on top of that, I wouldn't mind uh, taking that one. And if I could have a second one, I'd take Sting from the Lord of the Rings or from Hobbit. So, I mean, you know, if there were any goblins around, right? Yeah, that could be good. Yeah. I'd probably be good with, with some surprises to... for you. Yeah, <laughs> those are all really good answers, but I'm sorry to tell you they're all wrong. Um, I actually uh, I had some trouble with this one because I couldn't decide if I wanted to go with Voltron's flaming sword or blazing sword. Or if I wanted to go with the hero's omen sword from Thundercats, um, yeah, sort of omens. Yeah, sort of. A, I I think that yeah. one would be what I'd go. I'd go with the the omen sword because I don't know, just holding it up, looking through it. You know, who else wants to put a sword that close to your face right before you start slashing people? <laughs> you know, so that would that would have to be what I would go with. Um, even though I would hope that I would be in some situation where I could just pull them out because I'm in a game and just use all of them. You know, mm-hmm. they should put all of these into like on a key, like on a key ring. Yeah, yeah, it's like a key <laughs> ring. Yeah. pick a sword. Uh, they should totally do something like that in Ready Player Three. I don't know, and maybe they do in Ready Player Two. I haven't read it yet. Um, I read it yet. I've got it. I need to read it. Uh, so, well, there you go. Those are all of our swords, and I'm sure we'll be talking about. I don't know if we're talking about your sword anytime, Michael. John, we've kind of chatted about yours. We're talking about. Motu today and Thundercats is coming up. We've talked about Voltron, so yeah, Thundercats will be coming up at some point. So, all right, well, there's your fun for all question. There's the swords that we all, you know, would stick with. So, if you're listening to this, let us know what you'd listen to or what you what you'd listen to. Uh, <laughs> what sword you would take on your mythical quest? Uh, I know uh, Agent Tony Stark would be probably right there with you, John, because I know he's a uh, he likes some Zelda. Likes to play some Zelda, so yes, you know, Rainy Rainy would like Sword of Omens because she just she just finished up watching that whole series. Oh, she did. That's right. Yeah, yeah she just and finished she, it. That didn't you say that that one actually held up? Yeah, it held a up a little bit. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we talked about that on uh, Silverhawks, I believe. Yeah, Thundercats and, and I, got, I think Transformers played a little bit too. Yeah, there's some that didn't like like Damien said. It would, uh, Masters Universe is kind of kind of rough here and there. <laughs> well, I yeah. think it's kind of hard too when it's a cartoon to sell toys, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, which is what we've seen doing this podcast. We we've seen a lot of cartoons that just don't hold up as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, well there since, is a new one coming out, right? So. Yeah. I'm very excited about the new movie. Um, yeah. I'm hoping I'm, that it it's good. So. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan, so I'm hoping Kevin Smith can do right by the. Uh, the series. He's obviously a Motu fan. Yeah, I hope it sticks. Unlike the the original movie that had nothing to do with. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's my point. I mean, when you look back at Masters of the Universe, like the toys, they hold up. They're right. Awesome. The toys yeah. are freaking amazing. And my opinion, like from a villain standpoint, Skeletor is just freaking awesome. Like yeah. I love him for any <laughs> mythical villain. Uh, the design of them, they nailed it out. They they knocked it out of the park with Skeletor, I think. But the shows. And the uh, the movie, <laughs> you don't really have a whole lot to lean back on him. Just like, oh, we gotta go watch that. I tried watching it with my kids one time. And I looked at him. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, we can't. <laughs> I watched it not long ago, and I got through it. But and everybody else was looking at me like, really, you're making me watch this? this it's like, it's pretty rough, right? right? It is pretty rough. It's very it campy. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that Kevin Smith, who's doing the new the new version of it, uh, the Shira show has been pretty good though. The like, Shira on Netflix. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, this was on Netflix too. So he's doing it for Netflix, um, the new Masters of the Universe. So hopefully that'll, I mean, the cast is fantastic, the, the voice actors and everything. So I'm hoping. Yeah. 
I'm hoping it'll be good because, like, yeah, I've watched some with the boys when they were. It was like a few years ago, and I was like, I promise this was a lot better when I was a kid. Oh yeah, it was, it was definitely. Great. I, mean, I remember. I remember that was a thing. Like, I'd set a, I'd set an alarm to it. We, we would not yeah. miss it. Yeah. So, well, since we're jumping into that, Michael, um, I believe it's your turn to okay. give us a history about how this thing started, Mr. Right. Historian. Yeah, we got quite a bit to cover on the history here. So, um, if y'all want to jump in, jump in anytime just to say something. But yep. uh, He Man is pretty much, uh, He Man and the Masters of the Universe uh, pretty much came out of necessity of Mattel needing an action figure line. Um, they, their two biggest lines of Hot Wheels and Barbie. Uh, just didn't fit that segment of the, the toy industry. Um, and since they actually turned down George Lucas with Star Wars uh, in the late 70s, uh, which was picked up by Kenner, we spoke about before, um, the action figures, uh, they had uh, Flash Gordon and Clash of the Titans, uh, but they just didn't fit the bill on, um, couldn't, couldn't stand up to what Star Wars did with Kenner. So, um, so Mattel needed something to, uh, to defeat the toys from a galaxy far, far away, pretty much. Um, so they, they conceived, uh, He-Man, uh, it was a five and a half inch toy line that, that debuted in 1982. Um, there was a toy designer for Mattel back in the seventies and eighties, uh, named Roger Sweet. Um, he came up with uh, a concept, uh, that was inspired by Conan the Barbarian and then uh, also concept art from uh, Mark Taylor, who was a packaging design uh, designer for Mattel at the time as well. So um, he, uh, Mark Roger Sweet actually came out with three different figures. He mocked up, um, which used the, the the big gym figures they had during the seventies. Mm -hmm. uh, so he took uh, the big gym and put a bunch of uh, modeling clay on it, kind of beefed them up a little bit, made them look like a, a barbarian type type guy. Um, and he made three different ones. Uh, there was a, a spaceman one that had kind of a Boba Fett type helmet. Um, and then there was a soldier had a, had a tank for a head, which looked kind of silly. And then they had the barbarian who had an ax. Um, so, uh, and they were all called He-Man. All three of them were, were the same name. And then he took it to, uh, uh, is it Roy Wagner? Ray Wagner, I can't remember his first name, but Wagner, uh, he was the CEO for Mattel at the time. Um, and he, uh, he actually picked the barbarian he man to, to be the, uh, to be the basis of the line masters universe line. So, uh, the line was, uh, initially named Lord of power. Uh, but at the last, uh, last minute, the higher ups at Mattel decided it sounded kind of too religious. So they changed it. Lord, they changed Lord of the Lords of power to masters of the universe. Yeah. So, Lords of Power doesn't doesn't roll off your tongue as well as Masters of the Universe or Motu. No, no. Lop. <laughs> okay. yeah, Motu sounds a lot better than Lop. Motu sounds a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Glad they changed that. Yeah. So, uh, and then Mark Taylor, uh, who had the who had uh, drawings and designs of of stuff that they used for for He Man, um, he actually came up for the design for Skeletor, um, drawing on past experiences. Uh, I heard him interview. Uh, about he went to a fair and went into this haunted house and a skeleton popped out and, and kind of freaked him out a little bit. So he kind of went with that, um, that experience. And then he'd also, with him being, he did sketches and stuff. He did one called the King of Sticks uh, back in the early seventies. He actually drew from that as well, which he, he got from that skeleton. Um, but so he, he came up with Skeletor 
and several other of the characters throughout the line. Um, uh, when creating the first wave, uh, tooling funds were, were running low. Uh, they, were, they were just kind of limited on how much money they can spend. Uh, so they went back to that gym, uh, the big gym line. Uh, at the time, they, were, they still had it, but they were using it over in foreign markets. It wasn't here in the U.S., but they, they had a tiger uh, that they used in that line, and they, um, they went back to that and adapted that tiger to, to be He-Man's battle cat. Uh, they did have a problem that one of the designers that, that was, was assigned to battle cat. Uh, he did have a problem with it because it, said it was too large and didn't fit the scale with the five and a half line. And he was pretty much told to slap a saddle on it and he man could ride them. So that's what they did. They just put a big saddle on them. And you know, since it wasn't real life, it was Eternia, a different world, you know, so the cats were bigger, I guess, over there. So, so that's, that's what they, they use. So. That's another one of those great decisions that they made. Yeah. So it yeah. turned out, turned out pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so all the, all the figures that came with a generous amount of weapons and accessories, uh, some kind of, and they also had some kind of battle action feature like power punch, uh, which was generated by a spring loaded waist. When you, when you turn them, uh, you let go and he would, spin around and punch um they also uh uh also but as the line went on uh, the accessories got fewer and fewer uh and more emphasis on the action feature gimmicks mm -hmm. uh such as battle damage uh which i remember pretty well i think we we had a he-man with battle damage before we did uh, uh, also uh at that time mattel decided to cater to the girls by introducing she-ra uh, who, who ended up being He-Man's sister uh, and the evil horde led by Hordak. Uh, but like we said, that's for another episode down the road. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, but with the release of the cartoon series, uh, which actually ran for 130 episodes uh, for two seasons, uh, and also going with, with, that with that cartoon series, uh, they said it was the first series that, that started out in syndication with 52 episodes. So, um, but with that, uh, the sales outperformed more than any, uh, anyone at Mattel had imagined. So, uh, the first year in 1982, it was like 38 million, um, 83 jumped to 88 million, 84, 111 million, um, 85, 250 million. And by 86, they were selling $400 million worth of toys. Yeah. I uh, think they really hit the market at the right time here because, you know, like you said, they were fighting with having to come up with something to for star wars to answer to star wars yeah that those figures that they had passed on and by the time they came up with these they got them designed they got them out to the market star wars had started to dip a little bit yeah you know so they come out at just the right time and even though they've had some bumps along the way with some of the things that they've done i don't think he or motu has had an issue since then i mean i'm sure they've, they've dropped off you know they've not producing anything but they've been pretty strong for 40 years yeah as far as i'm concerned i mean yeah, i mean i thought there was a dark era like probably in the 90s yeah and the 90s, shortly after 86 when it peaked that it really dropped off when they got crazy and started introducing uh, just a ton yeah. of figures and everything like that which probably you'll find some rare figure there that nobody oh, bought yeah. and yeah. probably like yeah. worth a ton uh and then i think the resurgence is more recent i mean it's what's the 20 year now the, that's what yeah 20 yeah yeah, yeah or or I don't, what's the end of, i don't even know well you said they came out in 80 because 
So more than 30, 42, 40, kind of so yeah. 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 No. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. 40 years, 35. almost 40 years. It's 35, yeah, almost 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Almost 40 years at this point. So, right? A couple yeah, more makes, years. Makes there's, so old now. there's definitely been some, like I said, some hiccups in there with some of the figures, but I, I don't know. I was looking back at all the waves, all the different stuff that's been released, you know, especially, you know, like mm-hmm. through the years as things with technologies coming out with different stuff, like, there's been decently strong toys in, yeah. in all of it. There's been, like I said, there's been some crazy stuff. Um, yeah. I'm looking at you, Grizzlore, um, but you know, there's some some crazy stuff. But then there's obviously been some pretty good stuff in there too. So yeah, I, I agree, and I think the you know again, you know, I'm in my I'm approaching my my mid 40s at this point, and so I grew up right in the middle of it, right in the sweet spot. Yeah. Like I think when they first came out, based on the years you have, I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. when they came out so i'm hitting the swing of it um and i remember i think they were five dollars retail or something like that i don't know i, I don't know the price when they first came Four, out 497 is what they yeah, were five dollars because i remember my allowance every week it was spent going <laughs> to walmart and buying a masters of the universe figure and every that was like my favorite moment or christmas that's all it was it was like looking for the wrapping that was obviously that was obviously a motive yeah. figure yeah you know they just wrap it without being in a box and I remember getting those pieces and, um, and then now we look at, you know, all of us in our forties, mid forties, late thirties, whatever that, uh, that had these toys. Mm-hmm. And now there's a massive resurgence out there. Every time I turn around, there's a new release. Super seven has a license. Now Mattel's yeah. coming back out with them again yeah. with their origin line sideshow. I got all the sideshow ta- statues. Mega blocks. Constru- now it, it seems like right now yeah. it's probably the biggest that Motu merchandise has been since then. Yeah. So I, I gotta say, so those mega blocks come out because that uh, that Castle Grayskull is pretty pretty legit. Um, yeah, and I know you said you have it. I would love to have that one, but I'm I can't I can't purchase it because I'm such a Lego person. I I dislike <laughs> mega blocks with everything in my soul. Uh, John's got Lego. some of the figures right behind him. I came across these in a package just with the figures. And yeah, I, and this was few what last week and. I literally was just going through rummaging through the store and they had this package of this. And I was like, you know what? We're fixing to do Motu. I'll buy these. And I got them for like you five bucks. You didn't, even know, you didn't even know there were mega blocks when you got them. Did no, you? I didn't know what, what they were yeah. at the time. I just saw that they were, I mean, there's Skeletor, He-Man, uh, Faker, Beastman, uh, Mossman. And then was it Yella? Ye- Yella? However you pronounce her name. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I mean the the resurgence of this is is great. Yeah, I don't know which that one that is, John. Uh, it's the constructs pack with like five characters in it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah I had that one. So yeah, I mean but, the um sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say there were some crazy crazy figures that released. I know we'll probably talk about some of these, like Grizzlor, um, who's basically a big furball. Um the the look on Merman's face just makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> um, the the battle. So we did have some battle damage. We had a battle damage um, He Man, and I think by the time I got hold of him, he had a lot more battle damage just around his body than yeah. just the little chest plate. Uh, right. But um, I I don't think so. When I purchased the the pieces at Walmart, the the six that the I don't know the first, I guess the first second, I don't know, whatever wave it was uh, that I got at the store. Beastman was in there. Um, and I don't think I've ever really looked at his face that well until I purchased those. His face mm-hmm. is terrifying. 
<laughs> like it, it gives me nightmares every time I see it. Um, and I don't know why, like he's got these, the big blue cheeks. Like, I don't know. He's seems pretty interesting. Um, Triclops is a cool one. I liked him. You know, there's just so many interesting. I always love, I always love Manny faces. I love yeah. that figure, the turn yeah. the head. Mm-hmm. Um, Orko. I mean, he was annoying in the show, but <laughs> you just got to have him. Ram man. I love Ram man. Cause he just push it down, push it down. Loaded and bust yeah. him into things. Um, I, I'm I definitely it. more aligned toward the original wave, the 82 to 86 wave that yeah. was in the original mm-hmm. cartoon. They've had many waves since then, right? But oh yeah, like yeah. Buzz Off, Clam Champ, all, all those yeah. are the ones that I really kind of aligned to. And then I did, I did. I mean, I know it's a different show, but uh, Mechanic, that was it. Mechanic's the one I was thinking of. You turn them and his head goes way up. I don't, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get a kick out of out of Stinkor. Uh, oh yeah, yeah Stinkor. They, the, the stuff that they used in in mold his mold, it, they said it pretty much made the whole factory, all the people in the factory sick. <laughs> it, it, it smelled <laughs> awful. So another one, another one here that I'm looking at, which is a uh, Roboto. I'm looking at a picture here. Reminds me of um, the Gearman off of uh, uh, Rick and Morty. Um, I can't yes. think of who it is. Uh, Clint would I'd be able say, to tell exactly the way around. The gear man. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's influenced yeah. by him. But yeah, but like okay. as I'm looking at him, that's the first thing I thought. Oh, of. That, that's absolutely 100. When I saw the, the gear man, Rick and Morty, that's exactly why I thought what I thought of Moss Man. I love too. I don't know. I still remember getting that package, and he's like, smells like pine saw. I yeah. I remember the the first time I picked up a flocked um, Funko Pop. And I was like, oh, it's flocked. My life was like, what was that? And I was like, oh, like Moss Man from Masters of the Universe. He's like, she's like, what's that? What you yeah, no idea. Was, yeah. <laughs> You're not helping me anywhere. Nope, not at all. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, how far did you take us, Michael, in the history before we? Uh, we started? were uh, <laughs> 1986. Like I said, they, they did $400 million. Uh, then, 1987, uh, they went from $400 million to just $7 million in 1987. It was just a huge, huge hit. Um, they uh, uh, they said the main reason was um, because of inventory. There was too many uh, supporting characters and not enough uh, not enough He Man Skeletors. Um, and with the the Hot Wheel stuff that I deal with, uh, we saw this a lot in um, the the about two, 2010, 2011, a lot of series came out and they they would fill the shelves up with just certain cars. And by the time you get to the end of the, the next series, next series, nobody was buying because the, the retailers were so packed full of the others. Um, then the, yeah. they were harder to find. And, and then the sale just, because nobody could find the whole sets, they just, and the certain cars they needed, the, the whole line just, it just, it just didn't work. Uh, and and most I believe, if I remember, and I and I remember this from the toys that made us episodes and some other yeah. things I read, where uh, to your point that the inventory was so messed up that they just re-released inventory they had, and the popular ones were gone. Yeah, and so there wasn't a Skeletor to be had. Like nobody cares. You got you got the new kids coming in wanting wanting the He-Man and Skeletor, but they couldn't find it. So yeah, why no. why have the why have Master Universe if you don't have your He-Man or Skeletor? Yeah, all they're getting is Webster and uh, you know. <laughs> Enjoy, yeah. you know, buzz off, yeah, exactly. So, uh, which are cool, they're cool, but you gotta have the original. You, you gotta, gotta have, have 
You got to have those main heroes, that main villain, yeah, to be able to tell the other henchmen and stuff what to do. Yeah, like every wave Funko releases, there's a new Skeletor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all and He Man. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but at that time, uh, Mattel hoped uh, that the movie. Uh, would read three five. Uh, movie actually flopped. So, uh, from what I understand, the movie actually when they started making the movie, it was before they they had already started on on the 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 screenplay and all that kind of stuff before He Man actually was was in, in the comic books and stuff like that. So they had a whole different story going on, and then by the time they made the movie, and then it was it was held for a couple of years before it was released. Is what yeah. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. So it it was way off from what we knew as the cartoon series and the comic books and all that that lore that came came along with it. Um, it was completely different. So it had nothing. It, and some of the characters were just probably three or four characters were the same, um, and the rest were there were different characters. And yeah, it just yeah, they can they completely scrapped Orko for the movie because of cost. <laughs> What it yeah. would have cost at that well, point. Nowadays, would be much better. It's like hard to give it, but that was a horrible, horrible movie. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it really was. And, and oh, Dolph, it's not even Dolph. bad enough to be like a cult classic or campy. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just bad. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. I mean, there's no saving it. Like, I'll watch it every once in a while just because. Oh, you will. You're better. Than it's it's He Man, and like, well, I don't know how much I actually watch. <laughs> I'll turn it on, and it's in the background. And I can't do it. You know. You know but it's, did you know there was supposed to be a second one? Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. and it ended up, they ended up one. turning it into another movie. What was it uh, Cy- Cyclops or something? I can't remember what the name of the movie was. Uh, but yeah, the, it ended up turning complete, com- turning into a complete different movie. It had nothing to do with Master of the Universe. You, so. you know, the set for that they did for that was actually inside of Eternia or the castle was the largest Hollywood set ever built at that point. Wow. They actually had to tear down a wall between two studios to build it the size that they wanted. I read up a bunch about the movie. So don't, yeah, I was, don't be. I was, doing some, I was doing some reading before that, and, it's, and I saw the uh, plot for the second movie, and it might have been the worst movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the only way it could have been. I know. Have, you, have you seen the plot that they had, the screenplay I did, for? I didn't say, I know Jean Claude Van Damme ended up in that movie that they ended up making it into, but, so, but yeah. So Canon Films, who made the original. Masters mm-hmm. of the Universe. I mean, obviously, they couldn't get Dolph Lundgren because he hated the first movie and he wasn't going to yeah. do anything with it, right? The The screenplay for the second movie had He-Man back on Earth disguised as a pro quarterback <laughs> while Skeletor would be on Earth masquerading as an evil CIO, CEO named Aaron Dart. <laughs> I mean, you put that together, like, they, it must have been a contest of, like, how bad can we go? Yeah, um... Uh, I do know there was a lot of changes to the script also as they were filming mm-hmm. yes. um, because Dolph Lundgren and Frank Langella, who played Skeletor, um, would mention something and say something, and then they would immediately change it. Um, most of Skeletor's lines in that movie were actually things that Frank Langella had came up with um, to mm-hmm. say, and that's why he actually had some lines, and they were decent lines and not those. Apparently, there's a lot of stupid stuff in the script. I'm sure it was. So, you know, he actually got some good lines. They actually, the reason I read the reason that they uh, did most of it on earth and in, not in Eternia was because of cost. So most oh, of the, sense. yeah, most of it happens here. That's less sets you have to build, less crazy characters you have to build. But then the director, I can't even remember who directed it. Um, 
did enjoy the cartoon to a point that he had to have some of it. He forced them to have some of it, which gave us the scenes and a few things that we do actually have out of there. Which that, that makes sense. I mean, sense. it's yeah. one of those things they probably should have waited to make till like now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, now you get the right person behind it. It's going to be, it would be amazing. That's what I think we're all hoping for. We're hoping yeah. for that universe and not as campy as the cartoon. Like we don't yeah. want a copy of that. We want the characters, which I think are all badass. I mean, that's, and let's be honest, let's talk about it for real. Like we don't care about the movie. I don't really care about the cartoons, the toys. Yeah. It's the toys. The toys the vehicle anyway. The whole point of everything else we're talking about was to sell toys. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason and the I can, problem. The reason I can watch the movie, the reason I can watch the cartoon is because of the toys, because I have a, a fondness for those. Yep. I'm like, I want to see this on a screen. I want to, you know, I can watch it. I can't watch much of it, but I can watch it. So give me something real to watch, man. I'm, I'm there all day. Yeah. You got a pandemic in place. You got a heroes or a He-Man movie coming to theaters. I'm yeah. going to see it. I'll go figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. I remember it. I don't know if you guys, you two know, remember the, the, the kids that live a couple houses down from us. Um, was it Andy and Tim in, like on that. Woodland Hills? Yeah, on Woodland Hills. In they were, corner? yeah, no, it was yeah. just it was right next to Jim and Brenda, our neighbors. Oh, okay, okay. Um, one right they, next to the creek, right yeah, next to the creek. They uh, <laughs> they were huge Motu fans, they had all the characters. They when the movie came out, they went to see the movie. It was, Did, I just remember all that, and, and that's all they talked about was, was, was Masters of the Universe. And they were, did they, they have a gray school? Uh, I don't remember if they had a gray skull, but I know they had all the the, the regular figures. Because I remember a gr I remember playing with a castle gray skull, but I, not. I know we never had one. No. So maybe it was maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah, we were we had a lot of other different toys. We had a couple, like said so the He Man. We had a battle damage He Man. I remember we had Orco, um, but those were really the only two that I can remember that we had. I, I remember. I think we had a sorceress. I, I, or it may have been a Tila. I don't remember which one it was. The leech sound looks very familiar too, having that suction cup on him. Yeah, that was a horde member. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The later on, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I, that was I, was like, I had that one. I remember, I remember the slime pit with the horde mm -hmm. when it came out when the Princess of Power stuff was coming out, and they marketed the horde toward the boys and then everything else. Another line um, of slime in it, yeah, yeah, with the slime in it, yeah, before the slime in it, and everything got covered in it. But I had the Snake Mountain, and I had the and they had the uh, Castle Grayskull. I mean, I was all in. Yeah, I was like, I well, think, my brother's there. They they had that uh, the Snake Mountain because it had the the microphone. I remember. Yeah. That. Yes. Yep. I had um, the microphone. Yep. I I vaguely remember a Jitsu, but I don't remember if it was a Jitsu or if we had a uh, if it was a uh, a team. You know. But what's his name? Character. Uh, what's his name? B.A. Barakas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can I, I can't that, remember. Yeah, yeah, it, I don't remember which one it was. I remember having a toy like that. So it may have been Jitsu. I don't know. Just looking back at these. Yeah. They just. I mean, these are all <laughs> I remember, amazing I toys. Core. I didn't have all of them. Uh, definitely. We didn't have all of them. So it was, it was like a pick and choose mm -hmm. of what we had. Now, as an adult buying for myself. <laughs> It's going a different way. I'm buying like every single thing <laughs> that I can. I mean, I started buying the uh, the um, Super Seven stuff, the Maddie World Collector Series, Maddie Collectors, have a bunch of that stuff. Not all those either, because they're, they're hard. Yeah, and they're expensive. Um, I bought. I've been buying old, played with lots on eBay. 
from people with like Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain and just a box of Motu pieces. <laughs> See, I know um, a couple years or yeah, it was a couple years ago. So Bryony got me the Castle Grayskull for Father's Day. And when she ordered it, she thought it was original. She thought it was one from the 80s. But this is actually uh, early 2000s that yeah. I have, uh, which I actually like. It's still pretty cool. Like I've, I've actually it didn't come with all the pieces. So I got to have some fun doing some hunting on eBay to find the right pieces to finish it off and everything. Uh, but she got a really good price on it. And it's it's given me a good chance to like now as much as I wanted to get the figures, I needed an excuse because you know i try to be good about that like i have a bunch of batman stuff and i get them because it's batman and then everything else i try to have a reason um this podcast has been a reason why i've gotten a lot of stuff so it's for business purposes yeah it's all business stuff at this point that's i mean it's the whole reason why i got that voltron um we were walking through the store and i was like oh my gosh and then i was like i should get this and she said yeah you should and so i got it like i'm not gonna second guess yeah, for research purposes right? yeah it's all research so journalism yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm getting a bunch of, I've only got the, the six right now. Um, and I've, but I've been trying to look at them, trying to figure out more that I can get and, and figure out which characters, obviously I'm not going to end up with all of them, but I'm going to end up with as many right. as I can get so. mm. at good yeah. prices. I don't care if they're played with, I don't care if they're open, right. you know, if I can get a good price for it, why not? All the characters they've come out with so far, what do they have? Um, on the ones you're talking about, the origin series, they have He-Man, Skeletor, Evil Lynn, Tila, Scareglow, Manny Faces, Man at Arms, Beast Man, Trap John, or all must haves. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like the core. That's you yeah. know, and they and of course they're, they're you know they have they have um, what's it called Prince Adam on the uh, what the heck is that thing called Skyrider Delio? The yes, going on there. Oh, uh, they yeah. have that out now. Yeah, yeah they, they put up for pre-order. There's a new Castle Grayskull. Right. There's a new... Which, which is Fortress, cool. which I pre-ordered. <laughs> of course. All right. <laughs> and they have a Panthor coming out, Skeletor, right? So that, that's what they have so far. Now, if obviously, these have been pretty successful, I think. Yeah, it's then, on the, the Sky Sled. So it's uh, Prince Adam on the Sky Sled. Yeah, the new Castle Grayskull is uh, pretty much very close to the old mold, right? It's very, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, they, it's got they a little going, slightly changes, but the reason why they're called Origins is similar to what they're doing with the Transformer line, too. They're doing the same thing. Yeah. With the uh, right. G1 collector series, right? So the same thing they're doing here, they're pretty much exact. Yeah. Now, I know. obviously, there's differences to know whether you have a first, obviously. Yeah. But well, I know with these figures, they have extra articulation in their elbows and their knees. Yeah. 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 New, but, yeah. 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 But past that, they're they're pretty much the same mold. Yeah, but they're I going mean, for the first yeah. run things. And I'm sure there'll be some updated. Yeah, that's their big yeah. thing with a uh, new for. What do they what do they say on the on the packaging? Retro play. Yeah. Modern posing, retro play. That's it, right? So modern yeah. posing. So they've updated them for uh, 2020, and uh, but you're getting the same characters before. But the backer cards are like the same. Mm -hmm. Castle Grayskull basis looks the same. I'm sure there there probably be some things that are you know quality differences. I do like the fact that the He-Man, the new He-Man, comes with he comes with the the or the sword, but he also has his axe. He's got his battle axe. Yes, because yes. the battle axe and the shield were his original two weapons that he had, mm -hmm. and then he came with half the sword. Skeletor came with half the, the sword. Other half the sword, yeah. And they put it there, and you've got the key to the Castle Grayskull. So, right. um, I do like the fact that they didn't just you know they they kept with that. They kept that uh, the battle axe. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah. Stuff. So, yeah. I do need to get me a battle cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's you do. Cool. You got to have a battle cat. <laughs> He'll look good over there. Yeah, you just need to get him. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at these on motor are on uh on mattel's site right now and yeah no they're awesome i mean yeah. now before that very similar to these i was buying the super seven ones yeah but they don't have their articulation they're basically more like the old school five you know five and a half inch the but um, you've got first. what uh arms knees and waist or no yeah, arms pretty, arms pretty legs much, and yeah. waist that's it yeah, yeah. Pretty much is what you have there, but they were pretty cool too. And the Super Seven also had the reaction line, so the smaller, more Kenner-like figures. Yeah. And I have anything Super Seven released for that I have as well. Um, that's Motu, but they're all still carded and protected. I didn't take them out. Um, trying to think, and then Funko. I mean, we're you're a Funko collector. I'm a Funko collector. I have all the the Funko stuff. Yeah. So that was coming out. That was one thing. So I actually had a couple um, a few years ago, and then I went through a phase where I was looking at my collection with over 600 pops, and I was like, I'm, I don't, I didn't get any enjoyment out of most of them. I was literally just buying. If Funko put it out, I bought it. Um, and so I purged and just kept Batman because that was the one thing that I really wanted. Um, and now I look back and I'm like, there were some that I should have kept. I should have kept my Power Rangers. I should have kept my <laughs> uh, my Darkwing Duck pops. I should have kept my my the couple Motus that I had because now I'm trying to get those back, and yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I don't get, I don't purge anymore. That's why I have half a garage full of this, <laughs> and I can go back and look now. And and you know, I actually went through a phase. So when I first started collecting Funko, uh, Skeletor is Skeletor Skeletor and DC are what got me into it. Mm -hmm. So pretty early on, like it was one of the first pops I ended up with was Skeletor. Um, as soon as I saw it, and then I'm like, oh, these are kind of cool. And then I bought Batman and Flash, and and then that's all. Then now I have half a garage full of bins of Funko. Uh, but I started buying multiples of them um, early on because I just wanted them for take them out of the box and trade. So and then and then like the exclusive stuff, I'd end up with a uh, six of each is kind of my general rule when I get them. So I just buy a master case, so they're good. So so now it's worked out well. Because now I have lots of Ram Man and Scare Glow and Disco Skeletors and all right, <laughs> all these we, things. We need to talk about this, Damien. I may be able to help you out a little bit. You can help yeah. me out. So. And like all the things that people are like, oh, I should have done this or I should have bought that. And now, because again, I don't collect for value necessarily, but I'll tell you what, you don't go wrong with Motu stuff. No, you don't. It's never going to go below retail. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's one thing, like, you know, I'm obviously, I'm not a flipper. I don't like to do that, but yeah. there are some, um, I have a Zern Arth Batman here that I picked up at, at Target for $8.95. And the morning that I picked it up, there were three other ones on the shelf that I kicked myself for not purchasing them so that I could have traded them for value, you know, to get something. something like expensive, that. You know, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm not one, I'm not going to the store to buy things or go online to buy things just to sell it right away. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of things I get because some things I bought that I don't care as much about have value to trade. Yeah, it's just trade it's odd, man. I mean, getting this room full of toys is not cheap. And yeah. these, uh, those, these Motu characters, like all of them, like they're going to be, that's what, that's yeah. what they're going to be for. You know, the, a lot of people are going to start to do that. Yeah. Like um, the target faker. Yeah. Got a lot of those. <laughs> I mean, so I just, <laughs> And I don't, and trust me, my wife, you know, yes, my wife, she'd love if I sold some things. <laughs> but, 
I don't sell things. Um, but not I don't do that with everything. It, it is not like I buy multiples of more things. Only thing that I really get multiples of if I can is is Motu. I'll take whatever, like usually at cons too. Well, next yeah. time I need something, I'm just gonna call you, Damon, and be like, hey, do you have seven of these? Because I, I can yeah. use one. <laughs> you can use one, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, all right. As, as my as my fellow podcaster uh, Robbie, he, he he knows my problem there. Yeah, it's you know, and the good thing is with our community that we have going, we can all help each other and getting all the things that we like, all yeah. the things that we want. Yeah. So my wife will be like, "Is that seriously another scare glow you got there?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't ask. Yeah, like, because what I'll do, I'm, honestly, a lot of these like Ram Man and stuff like that during the cons, people are like, "Well, I don't have this, but I have. I got fine. I'll take that." Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's we'll whatever. I'll trade for that. Like I'll trade for extra Motu. You know, I'll, I'll help you with it. Just that, give me yeah. the Motu. It's fine. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it'll be like um, during a con or something, and I'll ask a lot of people, like, "Hey, if you can get this, this is what I'm looking for." And then yeah. everybody comes through. Yeah. And I'm not one to back out <laughs> on a deal. Sometimes nobody can come through for you, right? And right. Sometimes every once in a while, everybody's like, "Oh, wow, we were able to get the Ram Man for you." I'm like, "Yep." I'll make my commitments and then I just get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why I have two of all of the Batmans, the uh, um, artist series Batmans that released. Oh. Um, I've got two of them because I had friends looking for them for me. And then I was trying to find them and target wasn't shipping to me because they didn't want to change my address. So mm-hmm. I ended up with two of all of them. And now like I'm just sitting on them for now. Cause at some it's point somebody will want to trade something. And, mm-hmm. It's not a bad know. problem. Because Cause in this world, you can't be like, Hey, if you see it, let me know. Cause then they're gone. Yeah. Cause then they'll be gone. They'll be like, Oh, no, I saw I just it, tell people, but you didn't answer it. your text. Yeah. I, I put a bounty on it. Like the bounty's out. Buy it. I'll buy it from you. I'm committed that I'll buy it. If you get it until I turn it off. And then what'll happen is like, everybody gets it in that restock. And I'm like, crap. So, all right. What else? What else do you have on history, Michael? All right. It's a little bit more. Uh, see the line was canceled after the 87. Um, mm-hmm. Simply because it just it just nosedived, um, but Mattel did have a couple of new products in in works for for Motu, uh, but they were shipped out. Uh, so they canceled it here in the, in the states. Uh, it was shipped out to the the Spanish and Italian toy markets, um, uh, which have and those actually have become some of the most rarest uh, Motu toys in existence because you can only get them through there. Um, you had the laser power. Um, he-man and then um uh let's see the laser light skeletor uh those were actually the last two he-man and skeletor figures and with that the laser power was actually the first time uh mattel changed the face sculpt on of he-man he looked more like uh dolph lundgren from from the movie on, on that one you know the very last one they changed it so it didn't help it any uh and then they had two more, the Giants. They had Titus and Megator. Uh, those two were also um, in foreign markets as well. So, uh, but that ended up uh, with with those those last uh, He-Man, Skeletor, and the two Giants ended up with seven total waves um, of releases um, over the years. Um, like I said, with the last the last being the Laser Power He-Man, Laser Light Skeletor. Um, overall, there's a total of 70 figures. Uh, if you don't count the, the repaints and reissues, um, plus the two giants, so pretty much 72 uh, is, is what we what I figured out. 72 different figures in the line. So, wow, just a lot. Yeah. 
I mean, with with that many figures, that many, uh, we've talked about a lot of the playsets, the vehicles, the the cats, everything. I mean, this is a huge line, and you've got to think there's got to be the crazy ones that we mentioned in there. So, yeah, and you're, but you're right about the laser light. You can't find them anywhere. I've looked for them, the original ones. It's you can get customs, yeah, and they're super expensive on the custom. Now you can get the new. They had the the collector series for adults. They called it. You know, they're what they're meant. That's what they call it's kind of a bad wording. I always thought, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they say it right out of the box, right? It's like, I'm oh, sorry, adult collector. <laughs> but it's like the adult collector thing, in which they bring back the classics and they repackage them and put them together. You can get those, and they're still pretty pricey for a two pack um, of those laser. But the original ones, you can't, it's, it's almost impossible to find the original ones. I mean, and the customs are going for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. yeah. So that's often how it works, though, right? It goes to the end of the thing. There's always an event. There's always a moment. It's like some of those in your Star Wars show. It's like some of those uh, bootleg things yeah. Yeah. Um, that get bought from factories that were supposed to make them or not. They end up being the most valuable in the world to top-end collectors because they're solely – it goes to a very the top percent, 1% of the collectors, and uh, you, they're just not the numbers there to support it. Speak. Uh, I, was, I was thinking, you know – you're talking about uh, those bootlegs and stuff like that, a little different. Um, uh, if you go back, Mattel, Leo Mattel uh, from India actually produced some too, and, and they were uh, they were just different variations and colors and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I knew I've known about Leo Mattel for quite a while uh, through the Hot Wheel line that, that I collect. I've got several Leo ones, um, and they are they're pretty tough to find, uh, but looking at these, you know, the, the master universe, uh, He-Man, Skeletor, they all look different and, and colors and, and stuff like that. And if you look at Skeletor, his face is a little, the, the paint on his face is a little bit different, but, but yeah, it's, it's kind of, you've got so many different uh, variations and, and stuff like that on, on these throughout the, the different factories that they, they produced them in different, like, like Spanish and Italian markets and um, the Asian markets and stuff like that. So uh, which is, is pretty cool seeing all those different ones. And they had like some other figures and a little bit of variation in lines too. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I, I had that window when I was a kid. I remember the main cast. I don't really go deep on the lore or anything like that past yeah. that. Um, and I'm definitely not a completionist when it comes to all the characters. One, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um, two, I just don't, it just doesn't resonate with me. So I really just collect more of the nostalgia for me, which is, which is different. I am, I don't know what it is in my brain, but I am very much a, a, a completionist when it comes to a lot of things, but it just gets to the point where, you know, it's impossible and, and, you know, and in this area. And so, you know, again, Skeletor, love him. I'll buy anything. Like, even when it comes to other things, it's like anything Skeletor I'll, I'll, I'll buy. Mm. Um, uh. It's talking about completion. It's Michael knows that one. His cars are lined up behind him by numbers. I know. That's insane. Yeah, yeah he, he, we know that. And I'm I'm the same way when it comes to a lot of Batman stuff. If there's a car out there or something that's, you know, not necessarily a figure, I'll, for the most part, we'll try to get it. Luckily, Michael grabs a bunch of those things for me, too. So I don't have to no, necessarily get it. Yeah. He knows what's going on. But, like, I, I do that with Batman. With, with Motu, because of the sheer volume of what it is, there's no way you could be a completionist with this. I mean, without spending god awful amount of money, 
uh, and just that, and just yeah. getting these things like the original figures in good condition and yeah. So uh, speaking of value, so we'll we'll jump over. Um, if it's Michael, are we good to jump over talking about value? Uh, yeah, uh, just the other thing I was going to bring up is is uh, talking about rare, uh, rare ones. Uh, you got that savage email, he email, savage <laughs> he man mail away. Uh, the 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 wonder bread uh, mail away is what they they call. Mm -hmm. it. Uh, but yeah, that was another very hard one to find to come across as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking all these up on, on eBay. And like I said, there's a lot of like variants out there that are different stuff. Some of the new stuff that's trying to pass is the old stuff. Um, so if you are looking to purchase the old classic stuff of, of eBay, really make sure you're looking at it and you're do your research. Yeah. On. Do your research on it. Um, some of the big figures that I saw, um, we talked about uh, Ram man and actually here's one uh, class one. It looks like it's very played with. Um, went for like nine bucks, you know, um, not too bad there. Um, there's a lot of like 23 of them with a bunch of their uh, accessories that went for about 1300. Um, here's a buzz off that went for $30. Um, and all of these have really high shipping too. So I'm assuming that they're trying to get them lower and they're just banking on their shipping. So yeah. it's a little ridiculous. Um, here's a vintage of like six figures that look pretty complete for 60 bucks. So you're looking at like yeah, you get, you get, a piece. You can get the, uh, if you want loose out of the box, pretty yeah. complete. They're very reasonable. Like it's yeah. not unreal. It's not that expensive. The, when they get expensive is when you start getting into the, the carded graded. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's it's like Kenner, right? I mean, that's, that's where the money, that's where their collectors are. There's one lot of, it's a near complete one. Um, I was looking through not quite complete, but it's near complete um, went for about 2000. So I was like, wow, compared to that and the other one that wasn't quite as complete as that one going for only 1300. Um, and then yeah. these are, like I said, these are all open and these are all, I, I didn't even have a look at prices for carded ones. I was like, that, are, that scares me. Um, the other big one that I saw or thing that really caught my eye was the figures case. And there's mm -hmm. there's one of those. They actually have like five of them on here, but they're selling each individually one for about six hundred and seventy five bucks. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. And you see Super Seven. Case. Super Seven made a uh, a figures case for the reaction figures that I've never used because I don't take the reaction figures out of their packaging. But yeah, of course. <laughs> but I have the. But I bought the bundle and it came with it, so it was like an homage to the uh, the original character case. Yeah, here's a evil Lynn that's actually carded and graded for 75 bucks. So some of bad. them, yeah, some of them not bad, but once you get into some of the big like He-Man Skeletor, those are gonna obviously be higher priced. And even some of the more rare figures that came out, obviously gonna be more rare priced. Very collectible toys. I mean, obviously. Uh, I don't see He-Man going or Masters Universe going anywhere anytime soon. But it's funny when you look at the value of Funko now, right? Yeah, it's so, a. I mean, just uh, I don't know what's more now. I'm sure there's when you go, they probably mass produce so many of these things at the time, right? They're pumping them out. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're selling 800 million, that's a lot of five dollar sales. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of five dollars. Yeah, and so there's probably there's just so much of it out there, and and so that's probably why it's still reasonable because they didn't get there's so much. They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty. They're pretty uh, beefy and they don't break very easily, you know. So. Uh, they were perfect toys for that. But and then you look at like other collectibles that are made from it. And so you look at the values. I don't know if you talk about values of other toy lines, but like Funko versions of Motu. 
And you look at things like the Disco Skeletor from San Diego Comic-Con, it's like $700. <laughs> yeah. It's 700 bucks. And and that's so that's probably more valuable than any Mattel figure that's not a special rare carded perfect mint which I never I haven't seen anywhere. So I can only imagine yeah. but but it's funny how that works. Did, Andrew, did you looking on there did you see any like any of the play sets? Um, no, I saw like uh, some of the cars. Um, here's one for like thirty three bucks. It's the uh, the Land Shark, um, and then the Dragon Walker was running for about twenty six. Like I said, these are not carded at all. Uh, these are just open. And uh, there is actually a lot of people selling Battle Cat's armor without Battle Cat for like thirty bucks. Yeah. Um, and then they sell Battle Cat separately. So Cranger Cranger um, is, se- is separate. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, I, I didn't I didn't run across. Wait, here's one. Here's um, Snake Mountain. This is only sixteen bucks. Oh, it's got a sixty-two dollars shipping. Um, so yeah, I feel like they're kind of. Just know, makes sense because they charge fees on shipping now too. So right. must be an old way of thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, there's something going on with this, but. Uh, yeah, I did, that's the only one that I actually ran into that was uh, a set. Now, I know, like I said, this uh, Castle Grayskull that I have, which is the 2000 uh, X model, is Briny got it for a pretty good deal, but it wasn't complete. And then I had to go through and and piece out the other pieces for it to finish it off. But um, I actually got that all of that for, you know, less than 100 bucks altogether. Yeah. So um, I know the old classical ones go for a pretty good amount. Um, and the individual pieces, there's actually a lot of people that were taking these and taking them apart and selling them individually because you can get a little bit more than for them than what yeah. you could for the other prices or altogether. So, yeah, I, I brought that up because, you know, I was looking, I saw a uh, an ad for Toys R Us and they had the attorney a play set for, for $89.97 is what an original price was on that. So I didn't know if you saw a going price on one now. So yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see any now. Um, so, but yeah, we're. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just. I, I was just looking at these on eBay. So, like, looking specifically. Um, first, yeah. Oh, here it is actually this one's kind of cool. It's got a lunchbox with it. Um, it went for pretty cheap, twelve bucks for a lunchbox and four figures that went with it. Cool. So, yeah. Um, so we do have, let's see, we have our game to play. We have our toy rankings that we need to do real quick. Um, Damien, do you need to run and take care of anything? No, no, no. Okay. No, let's, let's play the game stuff. All right. Um, okay. let's, uh, let's jump into our toy rankings real quick. Um, this is, we are doing things a little bit. We're trying to keep up with things a little bit different um, now just to give people an idea. We will be doing a contest coming up in the next we haven't quite figured it all out yet but coming up soon where we're going to actually put some of these we have our rankings but we're going to pin some of these people some of these toy lines up and let you guys the listeners decide which toy line is the master of all of them so um as we get a little bit closer to that you'll get more information but know that your your say will come into into play at some point so uh but before we get there, you got to listen to ours. So, uh, Michael, where would you put Motu? 
I'm gonna put Mo to let's. Uh, I'm gonna put that probably at number four. Number right four between Voltron and Mask. That's where I'm gonna put it. It's pretty so, high up on my list there. So Crash Dummies falls out of your top ten. Yeah, I think that's okay. They didn't stay very long. <laughs> they didn't. They crashed um, right on out of there. I'm going to assume that Crash Dummies are going to fall out of John's top 10, too, because they're number 10 for him right now. And right, right. So, no two uh, for you, John? I'm going to put them at number six. Number six. Right above the Ghostbusters. Really? That's actually lower than I would have thought for you, but, you know. Well, I remember more of the Turtles and Voltron, and I and, remember having the battle damage. Like I remember that one. So You said – Number six, right above Ghostbusters? Number six would put them right above Ghostbusters. Right above, okay. I should make sure I heard you right. So, Yes, I'm right there with Damien on age. So it's, it's, uh, I remember the same stuff he pretty much he does. Yeah. Yeah. We know you're what he was saying right in that. I don't know how that explains mine then, Michael, because I put mine at number three, right above Ghostbusters, which is why I asked, John. Uh, I and maybe it's maybe it's some of the new stuff that you know. Uh, I remember the cartoon. I remember watching it like crazy. Uh, I remember having just a few that we had to play. They played with my turtles. It was a lot of fun. And then the new stuff. Maybe it's that that makes it more a little me remember more nostalgia or whatever. But um, yeah, it it sits at number three. And Care Bears fall off of my top ten. So you know, I don't think Care Bears have stuck around for as long as anybody thought they would. Andrew just doesn't care about Care Bears no more. Yeah. No care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't care that much. That yeah, would be a. It would be a tough list. Your list is pretty. Um, pretty good. For all of yours. I think it actually looking at them, um, and we keep those on our website. But looking at our list really shows uh, just kind of the generational between the three of us on you know what we were doing, how we were mm -hmm. out, what we were playing with, what our, it was also our friends were, what and, you stuck with. Yeah, right. Right. And right. so, and, and things that I have now that, you know, yeah. So, uh, and Michael has every hot wheel ever made in existence. So it's pretty impressive collection I'm watching right now. <laughs> you can't even see <laughs> half of it. No, I know. I know. Don't, yeah. don't worry. I'm the same boat. I mean, I have these shows full of stuff. I think, this is nothing. I think there's. 75% of it's still boxed up. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few crates there. I don't know if you've heard the story, Damien, but at one point, Michael was using crates for a desk. And then he decided to go buy a real desk. Yeah. Which so, removed a bunch of storage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I tried to, I've been trying to, um, we've been, we're in between houses. Like we're renting here now because we just relocated to Austin from Utah. So most of my stuff's still in storage. Now, when we buy a house, that's going to be part of it is, you know, I want to set up a really good master of the universe display. And then I'm probably going to make some tough decisions on a lot of other things. <laughs> Once I see the masses of, of this display. Uh, that's what happened to mine at one point. I actually, I had all of my pops laid out and I was like, Oh, this is when I, I realized I just wasn't getting the enjoyment out of things that I needed because I had, had been packed up for so long. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't really need as many. You don't really need it, but then you go through those regret stages. Like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, you I, just can't look backwards. Yeah. Can't just try not to. I just look at it. Like I can get them again. It's fine. I did it once. I can do it again. And you have to remember that it's mostly your, uh, your obsession talking, not necessity. Oh no, not necessity right. at all. No, it's not at all. Right. I mean like power Rangers, cool fine you know i had some things like that that i got rid of like a lot of marvel stuff i had like the whole original marvel set of funko 
Oh yeah, I, I got rid of all my Marvel. That was actually yep. the first thing to go because I was like very much DC. Yep. But but then all my DC stuff is just all Batman, with a few okay. things littered in. So I only do comic DC. I don't do any of the movies uh, except Flash, and then uh, but I think I have pretty much every Batman. Aren't you like Flash proto complete? Um, uh, well, of the ones I've seen, of oh, the yes. ones you've seen, okay, yeah, I've got one proto. It's a Batman. Oh, nice. Uh, and Good one. That's it. I got it for being uh, fanatic of the week. So very nice. Yeah. So. It's in its box over there somewhere. Being is it like an original mold or is it a, which one is it? Um, no, it is the, the rope. Yes. Yeah, the robot Batman from the animated series. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, and then as soon as I got it, I went out and bought another one cause I already had both the chase and the regular version. I went out and bought another one and put him in the box. Hmm. so that he's in a nice crisp case very nice. Oh, there you so go. Very nice. if you yeah. looked at it you wouldn't even know what he is because he's just a black figure inside of this box so it was like all right so all right um we are into our game we have a few new rules that are going to be taking place over the next they're going to start this week and we're going to be running it this way for quite a while um the way this is going to work as always i will read three statements and you guys will get to buzz in at that point and decide and tell me which one is the false statement. It's two truths and a lie. Uh, what's going to happen this going forward is if you buzz in and you're the first one, John, you'll probably be the first one a lot. And you get it right. You get two points. If you get it wrong, nothing happens. But the next person that buzzes in gets a chance. If they get it right, they only get one point. And the person who buzzes in first then loses a point. But if they get it wrong, you don't lose the point. So if you buzz but in if, first and get it right, you get two points? Right. But if you buzz in second, but first person gets it wrong, and then second person gets, gets it right, a chance. They get a point, and they lose a point. Yes. The first, the first person, person that buzzes in loses what if both point? are wrong? Then Anyone I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what it is because there's only one option at that point. So <laughs> oh, fair I, enough. I, I win. Get a yeah, I win because then I've given the opportunity to actually trick everybody that's on the podcast. At that point, he, he stumped. He stumped everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. He, got it. Got excited it, got about it. that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and then with this, because we have a guest, so those are the big rules. That's that's just how the how it's going to run. Yeah. Uh, but since we have a guest on, we're doing the giveaway. Um, after this. So Damien will rack up his points and at the end we'll be able to do whatever he wants with points. He can give them to John. He can give them to Michael. He can split them up between the two of them. He can throw them in the trash. I don't care what he does with them. Um, he just gets gotcha. to do whatever he wants. So Take him run. Take him yeah. run. I mean, we, we can write it down and next time Damien comes to join us, he can have you know, Let's keep adding eight, to my third place. Yeah, Up to eight, eight points. I mean, we've got eight rounds today, so Okay. This is uh there's a lot of information on Motu. I don't know if you guys points, then, right? Oh yeah, I guess up to 16 points if you if you yeah, buzz in right. points. No, 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 not I, or anything, but yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no math, no math here. Um all right. We have everybody ready in the chat. Oh, and then there's also I I guess I should mention this. There's also our our new buzzers. So if you get it wrong, you're going to get a big X. And if you get it right, we get the... I, I really wish I had the getting it right when we had Larry on for the WWF because it's like the bell. You know, it's perfect for that. So. Yeah, perfect. 
Yeah. So, uh, all right. So here we go. We'll run right into it. Round one. Here we go. Statement number one. He-Man was a result of Mattel passing on Star Wars and Mattel trying to play catch up with the action figure market. Statement number two. Along with a 12-inch Tuttis, a 12-inch He-Man and Skeletor were created, were created for release in Europe only. And statement number three. Mattel repurposed the mold for their 1976 set Big Jim on the Tiger Trail to create Battle Cat. And John, ring in once. Statement number two is wrong. Statement number two is wrong. I can't find my thing. To be fair, we already got all the answers if you listen to Michael. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Most... So the more we listen, the more you get it. But yeah. Right. Yeah, John doesn't uh, always listen. That's why he's not always caught well, up. Not only that, there's some things I catch that, like, I can actually tell you why this one's wrong because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Can I was going to say, what's wrong? I'm just like, okay, the other two are right. That's right. <laughs> That's really all you need. You just need to be able to know which one's right. Now, John, can you tell me what was wrong about two? The Skeletor. No, well, actually, He Man and Skeletor. Neither one of them had twelve inches. Right. Neither one of them had twelve inches. It was the Giants. Yeah, it was just the two. Yeah. And they were in Europe, but, you know, hey, that's how it works. All right, let's go. Um, also, Damien, there is the thing where John is actually closer to me in distance, <laughs> so his internet works faster sometimes. Thanks. Thanks, it travels. Yeah. So his buzzer, his buzzer gets to me a little faster, too. So, mm. All right, round two. By the power of Grayskull is the most used phrase in all of cinema. Uh, statement number two. The slime that filled the slime pits were such a hit with kids that many retailers would sell free cans of promotional slime for upwards of three to ten dollars a piece. And statement number three: the Bashasaurus vehicle was originally named the Ballbuster, but was only renamed after Filmation refused to animate something with that name. <laughs> Damien, let's say. Statement number one. Statement wrong. number one was wrong. You got that right. That's what I was thinking. You, you know why that was wrong? Well, because by the power of grace, well, it's not going to be the most used phrase in cinema. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I just made that up. It's just like, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, trust it me, is, I like Back to the Universe, but come on, yeah. it is actually highly used, but I don't know oh, if it's yeah, the yeah. most used. It's not the scream of the guy falling off the cliff thing, yeah. you yeah. know, whatever that scream's called, but. Yeah, it is highly used. I like how John and Michael had no clue. I, I was the other two were way off. I remember the ballbuster thing. So. I did the ballbuster. Yeah. Oh, and uh, sorry, Damien, I forgot to give this to you. Um, the ballbuster thing was um, actually pretty funny. I read that and I was like, "Yep, that's going in the. That's going." In. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round three. I'm just thinking random numbers, by the way, to buzz in. So, you know. Oh, it doesn't matter. It goes I just, your name. <laughs> yeah, it goes by whoever comes up in the chat first. So, it okay. doesn't matter. That's why I put the round number. I was just yeah, slamming so my keyboard, around. you know. So. There, there you go. <laughs> All right, statement number one The Motu movie was largely based on planet Earth due to budgetary concerns. Statement number two The Motu collector's case from 1984 would carry 24 figures and came in three different colors. And statement number three, He-Man's royal alter ego wasn't introduced until the canon until writer Michael Halliburton uh, brought the concept to the comics and cartoon story guide. And we have a Damien. Uh, number two. Number two. 
Number two is correct. I think a bunch of options. Yeah. They, um, so it only carried eight figures. Yep. And uh, I couldn't figure out if it came in one or two colors because I saw some images of a yellow and a red case, but I couldn't figure out if the yellow, I couldn't find any official thing about what color. It would be way too much in a carrying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, my statement on there was uh, WTF. Uh, like, why, why would I come up with that? <laughs> Who knows? It was a random number that came to mind. I think I was trying to go for if you say twenty four, right? Maybe two to four, but I, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't work. Um, but John didn't buzz in, and Michael took his sweet little time on buzz rounding in. So <laughs> yeah, I was still delayed on that. I feel like uh, I'm doing a good job at tricking them up, which is all I really care about. Yeah. yeah. Um, John, by the way, you are catching up with Michael because you have two points, and Michael has none. Zero. Saying, uh, thanks to Damien for stealing all of them. <laughs> I said, I'm okay with that. All right, here we go. Round number four. Um, here we go. Statement number one He Man was originally presented to Mattel executives as three dimensional models showing He Man as a barbarian, a soldier, and a spaceman. Statement number two Battle Armor He Man had a plate on his chest that, when tapped, rolled back and revealed a plate of scars. And statement number three. Grizzlor from the fourth wave in 1985 was developed after one of the designers became obsessed with Sasquatch. John. (laughs) Barely, John. Barely. (laughs) I heard your button. I heard you both hit at the same time, and yours just popped in right before. Uh, Three. Number three. What's not believable about that, John? Because I think that statement is very believable. The other two are correct. Oh, so you had you had no idea. Just I know the other two were correct. Sasquatch, yeah, Sasquatch. the Sasquatch thing. Everything else about that statement was actually true. Just the dude was very hairy, <laughs> like ridiculous hairy. Uh, what are we round five now? Yeah, one, two, three, or four. Here we go, round five. All right, statement number one, King Randor and the Sorceress were among the first line developed but were halted due to Mattel's suits, like the the executives, believing the original line was too large. Statement number two, Scare Glow was extremely rare and glowed in the dark, which which was very trendy in the 80s. And statement number three, Castle Grayskull was a major feature of Mattel's line and is considered one of the most famous playsets of all time. Oh, Oh, Michael got one. Uh, I'm going to say the first one was. You got it right. What's yeah. what's what's so wrong about that? Uh, they weren't part of the first the first release. Well, they clearly had no issue releasing too many. Yeah, there wasn't any. Yeah. It's like I'd be the reason why. Um, by the way, so my statement on that that was false is that I just made that up. And my statement about the Grizzlor thing and the Sasquatch, um, I'm just being dumb at this point. So uh, <laughs> I make little notes on these as I'm going. So I remember which one's fake because they're so all believable. All right, yeah. here we go. Round six. The score is uh, Damien has four points. John has four points. And Michael has two points. So three more rounds. John, don't let them get too far ahead of you. All right. Statement number one. Stinkor was one of the very few toys that never made it into the He-Man or She-Ra cartoons. Statement number two. Mossman was a green paint of a Beast Man. uh, Sorry, was a 
green repaint of Beastman figure covered with fuzzy moss flocking. And statement number three, the method for making Stinkor toy smell was by mixing the plastic of the figure with a mixture of or, uh, organo. Oh, or, <laughs> Thank you, sir. No, it's lavender, lavender, lemongrass, and organo oil. Michael? The first one. I got to find... It's not right. Stinkor was one of the very few toys that never made it into the He-Man or She-Ra cartoons. John? So, John, here you go. Here, here's your chance. If you can get it right, you not only get one point, you get to take a point from Michael. That's the second one. It's the second one. What's wrong about the second one? I don't know, but I know the third one's right. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Stinkor had lavender in it. That's <laughs> why I'm, I'm gonna call it internet connectivity here. I hit it right away. I hit it before you finish the question. <laughs> so Damien had an internet issue. Um but okay, so uh he was not a he did have some kind of oil, but he was not the three oil mixers that I've mentioned. Oh. Um, he actually had patchouli oil. Mixed you made it with more him. believable by not being able to read the words. I mean, like you didn't write it, like you were reading I, from somebody, you know? Right? I, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's. I, but still, yeah, right. um, nope. I saw the, I saw the figures that weren't in the 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 cartoon, but. I could have swore Stinkor wasn't on that list, but he probably was. I, I don't so I, I actually did. I actually went back and checked that to make sure a couple different places because I was like, I could have swore I saw him, but I think I was mixing Stinkor up with like Merman um, on some things. So, yep, was not in the cartoons. Oh, all right. And uh, like you said, be not being able to read helps, but it had patchouli yeah. oil in it, which is why many of them still stink to this day. Right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Round seven. No points for that one uh, because I can't pronounce words correctly. I did a good job at confusing people. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Statement number one. The power sword was, was originally designed based on a descriptive poem about Excalibur. Statement number two. Fakor was originally packaged as evil robot of Skeletor, but it is presented as a magical creation in the cartoon. And statement number three. Fisto was renamed to Battle Fist for the 2002 reboot due to the name Fisto being trademarked by Lucasfilm for their Kit Fisto character. John. <laughs> I just buzzed in to see if I can make sure I was the first one to answer. Uh, I don't know. I'll take uh, one. <laughs> you got lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the first one. Um, <laughs> You think anybody like designing these was listening to any kind of poems? <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's the one that sounded off the most, but I couldn't tell you. Not, not any of the guys that, that were on the toys that made us. <laughs> no, no, none of those guys were listening to <laughs> the poems about Excalibur trying to create the design. What, Damien? I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last uh, round. Run, the score run, is. All round eight. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I can't spell. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is why I don't write English and I just write code. All right. Um, John's got six points. Damien has four points and Michael has two points. So let's see what happens with the last one here. So, all right. Statement number one, the man, the Manny faces figure came with an orange laser gun, making him one of the few characters from the toy line to carry a firearm. Statement number two, it's meteorbs. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Released in 1987, possessed the ability to transform from a smooth egg-like shape into some form of an animal or robot. And statement number three, Sawrod and Blade were created for the Motu movie in 1987 and then were transformed into the toy line. <laughs> Damien? Three. three is correct. He gets two points. And do you know what was false about that one? I just know the other two are correct. I remember. This. <laughs> I remember. I, I mean, Sauron and Blade. Hey, those two were never characters. I don't think. So uh, no, Blade yeah. was a toy before the movie. Sauron okay. was not, or Sauron. I heard you say Sauron. I'm like Lord of the Rings. And, no, uh, no, it's Sauron. It's <laughs> I didn't S hear the dot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's S A U R O D. I knew the I knew the orbs because they're like these animals. Yeah, that were orbs that transformed. Most of them. Yeah. Most of them were like dinosaurs. They yeah, or, well, there was like a lion and a bear. Yeah, there was yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yep. so yep. those Blake were... was in the sixth wave. He was in that, that sixth. Yeah, wave. so it's not one of them. Right. Yeah, Blake. Okay. So there we go. All right, so we have Damon with six, John with six, and Michael with two. So that puts our score. Ooh. Let's see, Michael's at twenty-seven. John's at twenty-seven. Good job, John, for catching up. And Damien's at six. So now we're going to give Damien the chance to do whatever he wants with his points. I'll just give three and three. He's going to do three and three. Look at that. So we're going to round everything off to 30. What do you guys say? He's much generous than Joey was when Joey gave all of them to John. So John was way behind you. That's different. Yeah. You're even now. So I keep it easy. I actually caught up with you. I mean, I don't know if you remember, uh, Larry had 700 points and he didn't do anything with his points. No, he kept his. Like he I, kept all of his. Just so you know, I typed in the chat as you were still reading the third question. Oh, yeah. I saw it pop up before you yeah. were talking. Because I had to get ahead because if I wait till the end. <laughs> well, I was, so that's, that's the problem. So that's over here, whereas my, my things are on this side. So I, I can't see both of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was sitting there. I had it. I had it queued up. As soon as you said the last word, I was going to hit it again. No, and I was waiting yeah. time. I knew the first two were right. Well, it's, well, since you did get that one right, I forgot to give you this. I gotta, I gotta get better with the dings. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there we go. That is, uh, that's a lot of information about Motu. I hope everybody yeah. enjoyed that. And Looking had forward to uh, showing off some things in the lives. They're fun. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get those scheduled. So uh, as John mentioned earlier, be sure you're following us. Check us out because um, we we're gonna have some fun showing this all of the stuff off that we've got. Um, Damien, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, so you know, I started about oh like about a year and a half ago. We started a podcast called Geek Together. At the time, we were just a podcast around collectibles, collecting uh, pop culture. I'd say pop culture, but really it's toys. I mean, it's different <laughs> different types of toys than you guys talk about. We talk about more current cons, designer toys. We talk to a lot of, we do a lot of interviews with artists and uh, designers, and we have a weekly live show on Twitch. So the best ways to find us is uh, Geek Together, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We try to uh, 
we're at almost 100 episodes now published um, on the podcast, but we we definitely focus a lot on our live shows now. Um, every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, over on twitch.tv slash geektogether. I would say uh, you guys are lined up with uh, um, names are like leaving my head at the same time. Um, STS guys are right after you guys. Yeah, so STS guys are right yeah. after us. I think Talking Pops, they were before now. They're, they're moving they're, around. Their time. They're, they're all moving around, yeah. They're moving around a lot. But yeah, we're right, usually right before STS guys. We usually lead right into them on Saturdays when they record their podcast live. Uh, we separate ours out when we do a podcast. It's separate from the show now. Mm-hmm. Um, we just do the, the live show. We kind of show and tell a lot of stuff we got. Talk about toys that are coming out, releases, and and do a lot of uh, shenanigans uh, uh, with with the the people hanging out in the chat. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I do have a lot of fun when I I don't get to hear you guys as much. Um, that's usually family time for us. Yeah, having a lot of fun yep. or whatever. But um, we get to hear your podcasts, uh, which I listen to those as soon as they come out or whatever. Like because you know I got all kinds of stuff to do with my my ears. I know John and Michael try to hit those as much as they possibly can in your lives. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I see you guys. I'm, I'm, cool, yeah. Yeah, I'm usually working Saturday evening, but if I am off, I'll try to catch one. Yep. Uh, I do listen to to the podcast. I was listening to the last one y'all put out uh, right around Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, I, I got a kick out of, I can't remember if it was Robbie or Seth. Uh, they said uh, Capricorn instead of Corn. Uh, the other Corn one. Corn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a kick out of that. So. We get a lot of things like that going. We don't have any rules at our podcast for sure. <laughs> you know, you got to keep it. You got to keep it. Even our live show, we probably spent the first thirty minutes of our live show this week because we found out that Cyberpunk, the game, allows you to uh, have a very detailed character creation. Let's put it that way. Yes. <laughs> so, so we were talking a lot about that. <laughs> Um, I did. I did catch a lot of your last live that you guys did with the white elephant. Oh yeah, well that giveaway, was three which, hours worth of live, man. Yeah, so I was in and out on that one because you guys were on forever, um, <laughs> and I kept like just going back to see if you guys were still on, and you were. Uh, quite a few fun games that you guys had. So uh, that was that was a lot of fun. You know, a lot of uh, people that we've interviewed over the last year and a half kind of joined up, and we put together this. Uh, Really, a thank you to people that have supported us for the whole year and mm-hmm. a half that we've been doing this and that we're bored at home and everything. And so we literally just gave away 12 spots to people that listened and then gave them free toys. Yeah. And yeah. so we had a lot of great sponsors from, you know, Poppin' Beards to Smy World to Leftover Toys to Tieran 23, uh, uh, you know, Arcane Toys, uh, Vancer Toy, all of them. I, I, Vancer, Bim Toy. We had so many things in these packs. It was it was just fun. It, it lasted a lot longer. It was a lot of fighting for the white elephant. It was there going was, for a long time. There was still fighting going on a couple of days after. Yeah, because I know I know Clint was talking about um, somebody stealing what he had for Larry because I know Larry had. Well, to he had the doll. Yes, yeah, that's cute. You know, our company, our toy, uh, Christina's toy venture was in there. We had a piece in there too, and yeah, that was that was the one that they were talking about. Yeah, so the, I know there was like it was like days later. There's still fighting going on. Who's still what? I was like, oh my was cool. gosh, like we did. A lot of people were like, "Do I have to be a present? Like, am I winning a slot to give a gift away?" I'm like, "No, we're giving no. them all. You're coming and picking a number." That was really cool. It was, it was, it was definitely one of the good things. Like we a lot about the Nerd Unite community that we're all part of. Um, mm-hmm. It's hugely notorious. Like, I mean, so many things given out all the time. Um, like on Sully's streams, there's so many people giving away. Um, subscriptions and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
everybody's always out trying to help everybody. And it's, it's just, it's an amazing thing to be part of. So luckily we, we got lucky coming in. Like I said, we're on episode 20 um, here and we got a lot of luck coming in doing our podcast with right into the group and got a lot of publicity from uh, a lot of you guys doing podcasts. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you guys have been I, great. I mean, I haven't listened to every episode of yours, but I love the history part of it. I pick and choose based on toy lines that I probably care more about than others. And that's, uh, that's exactly how we expect people to listen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so you're like, I've, I've definitely listened to uh, a few of your episodes here and there. I remember when I, when you first kicked it off, I was driving down here to Austin. I think it's when you guys first started. So it's been, it's really cool. I love the history part of it. I learned something. Yeah. We, we probably, Michael goes deeper into that than, you know, anybody ever expected him to, I think, but it, uh, he finds things that me and John, I, we yeah. don't even know where he finds where it. He gets it from. No, yeah. but that's what, that's the same reason why I love listening to, um, the movie retakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What they do yeah. with, uh, is, uh, you know, Sully's brother. Um, Matt is great yeah, at coming up with fantastic. the It kind of reminds me of that, but for toys. I mean, so yeah. I think it's, you just learn a lot listening to it. Like I even enjoyed the Dune episode, you know, so. Oh Yeah. So it's, uh, I know we've had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And you mentioned deathly cute. So Christina making the dahlias. Um, I'm lucky enough. I got one right up here. The, uh, yeah, that's all all Eve. uh, love that one. So, uh, definitely if, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to geek together for some reason, go make sure you listen to them, check them out on their lives. Um, lots of fun stuff that they're doing and thank you. you know, definitely something you want to do so all right with that um along with us we hit 20 episodes uh, which is pretty big for us right, um, so. we're only six episodes from being that big you know uh six months in half a year thing because we've actually been pretty good about making sure we drop an episode every week right. uh you know everybody makes fun of me when they come on as guests talking about how put together i am with my notes and stuff but i learned that from sully uh, so <laughs> he always talked about that when they started nerd foo, you get to keep things together and it, it makes things go flow and everything. So, um, I actually just listened to, uh, average nerd today. They dropped their 20th episode. Yeah. And so it's, it's a big thing for us all to hit our 20 uh, pretty close together. So, uh, lots of good stuff going on there. Check them out. Check out the dorksman three beers on a mic. STS guys, nerdy curious, nerd portraits, movie retakes, the totally mad movie podcast, secondary heroes, and then obviously, if you're on Twitch, you're looking for something, go check out Sully. I know uh, today he was doing a bunch of the stuff for uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and went through a good like ten minutes of trying to put his character together before he even got into the game. I was like, oh my god! I don't know. In his stream, I don't think he covered the same part we did. No, no, I don't think he did. Um, but he was just trying to get all the little details for his actual character. Um, he he cut the nudity out real quick. Yeah. Uh, he, they, they made sure that was turned off before he got into it. So that's good. That's good. Uh, but yeah, be sure to check out all the Nerd Unite community. I'm pretty sure there's new people around that I've missed that I need to update our list. Um, yeah, I got to look at it and make sure it's all good. So, all right. All right. With that, anything else you guys want to add? Oh, thanks for having me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. That's important. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make sure all your points and you get to buzz in faster next time. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) all right. Well, with that and uh, with this. By the power of Grayskull. This has been the Brothers Newland and Damien. And uh, on behalf of the Toy Rewind podcast, play on. (laughs) 